You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. DoorDash is doing something wild for the Super Bowl during their commercials. So you know how you order on DoorDash and it'll say like, oh, add to your order from like 7-Eleven. Add these items. You have like five minutes to do it. They're kind of capitalizing or highlighting, I guess, that feature on the app with this promotion. So, you know, during the Super Bowl, there's all these commercials like there's going to be a ton of new car commercials and um, alcohol and chips and fast food. There's also going to be at some point a DoorDash commercial and there's going to be like a code that you have to crack. We have to go to the website, crack the code. You only get one shot to do it. And if you are correct, those items will show up on your doorstep like a DoorDash delivery. I'm unclear if multiple people can win or like how if it's like the first person that cracks it. They said it is going to be challenging. So of course, I'm not expecting to know what it is, but I am going to bookmark the website and give it a shot. I'm worried, though, because you know how we canceled our cable. I don't know how we're going to watch the Super Bowl. Brett's like, well, we can watch it on my TV, which is how we normally watch football on the weekends is through his like Sky Sports app, which, by the way, if you're sick of watching Taylor Swift during football, you got to watch, you got to stream it on the English. They don't focus on her at all, like her on the field and stuff. I did not see that during Brett's broadcast on Sky Sports. I only saw it on social media, but I, mean, I guess the football season's over with anyways. But I'm just saying, if anyone's annoyed by it, that would be a good avenue for you to go down. Um, but I don't want to watch it on that because they don't show the commercials, I don't even know if they'll show the halftime show. There's a lot of like English people, commentators during the timeouts, the breaks, whatever. So I don't want to watch it on that. I don't know how we're going to watch it. So I don't know if I already told you this, but we have Samsung TV. I just haven't quite figured out how to use it or what's available. And last night we were trying to find a documentary to watch. And I also was noticing that there was some live sports on HBO Max. So I really need to do some research for the Super Bowl, but also for the Grammys this weekend. I really want to watch the Grammys. If I'm able to stream them next day, fine. I will try to avoid spoilers. But the previous award shows that were on, like one of them was available on stream and then the other two were not. So I'm really worried that I'm not going to be able to watch it. If anyone has any recommendations, let me know. There are, of course, like the one, I mean, it's very rare that we watch stuff on cable, but of course we're like in the thick of it right now of the things we would be watching, like the Kings games or the Super Bowl or award shows. The rest of the time, it's fine. I've been watching Married at First Sight on the Lifetime app and it's annoying. The app is kind of glitchy. It it's, gives you the option every time there's supposed to be a commercial of either watching a 30 second interact, interactive ad or you can watch three minutes worth of ads. So I always choose the interactive ad and and then that's supposed to, you're only supposed to be able to do a couple of those per episode and then you're good. But it makes me do it all the time. And I just realized that I'm not even logged onto the Lifetime app at all. So they let you watch their content without a login. It just has really annoying ads the whole time, which is fine by me. I mean, I'll get through it. Hi, guys. It is the last day of January. I know so many people are going to be excited that dry January is finally over. I am still going to be holding out probably till Valentine's Day if we go out to dinner and then my trip. But I don't plan on I'm not just like diving right back into it. I'm curious if people are going to get right back to it, like have a glass of wine tomorrow night or if they're going to wait till the weekend. Um, my dad texted me last night and he was like, you were right. The stuff that I got on Instagram said that it was delivered today and it's not here. And I'm like, yeah, please stop buying stuff on Instagram. And the worst part is he's 
doing it through PayPal. So I'm like, can you get your money back through that? I was like, it is not reliable. Do not recommend. By the way, I got the deodorant, the Donna Karen. It came from Amazon and everything about it looks normal. Like I inspected it very thoroughly. The like wrapping or like the packaging on it was the same. The little cover that pops off after the first time you use it, that was all the same. So I might just buy it on Amazon to get it quicker going forward if it's not available on Sephora. Like I spent so much time searching for it the other day and I get so stressed out every time. Like, is this not available anymore? Is this not a product? That's Like how long has it been around? Are they going to discontinue? It. But the fact that it's always sold out is probably a good sign that a lot of people are still using it. Um, I was scrolling TikTok earlier today on my break and I came across a clip from American Idol. And I was like, wait a second. Is it that time of year? American Idol is about to start back up in February and they were giving us basically our first look. When I tell you I was crying my eyes out, it's this girl who was adopted and um she they were like Katy Perry who looks great her hair so long and all the clips that I saw she went through a short hair period and I just like I'm partial to long hair she was like um is do you have like other singers in your family and she's like well I was actually adopted she was like but I recently was in search of my birth mother I found out that she passed away so I got in touch with other family and I found out that they're all very musical she's like I plan on meeting them in a few weeks so she sings her song it's so beautiful outside Ryan Seacrest is talking to her adoptive family and they're like actually her real family's here and gonna surprise her so these other people come over they're also emotional because they can hear her singing through the door and Katy Perry when she's done does not know that her like birth family is there and she says why don't you bring your family in for, you know, our answer if you're going to go through, which obviously she is. And so she goes out there to get her adoptive family and her birth family's out there too. And she recognizes them because she's been FaceTiming with them and they all start crying. And then Katy Perry's crying and I was crying. Oh, I can't wait for American Idol. You guys know I always try my best to make it through um, the season, but I, I can never make it past really like that Hawaii period of time it's just so much even the voice I did so good with the voice this season and I ended up going to England and I found out who won so I'm like what's the point now but my favorite thing about American Idol is the auditions and I will religiously watch them every single week Thursday I do not know what to do about the smell in here I've officially tried everything I just got done washing all the blankets, the dog bed that was in this room, I febrezed the couch, I dusted everything, I windexed, I cleaned my electronics, I vacuumed. The only thing I haven't done is we normally put like this pet carpet stuff down like you, that you vacuum up and we're out. So I ordered some on Amazon. Not that I think that's really going to do the trick because you just put it down and then vacuum it up. But maybe if I leave it for like 30 minutes, I just don't know what to do. And it's like if I shut the window in here, it's Benny's, the neighbor's dog's been out today and Benny charges the window to bark. And it's so frustrating. I got so mad earlier that I shut him out of my office. That lasted about 30 seconds and I felt guilty and opened the door and let him back in. He looks so sad. But um, if I shut the window, he doesn't do that. But then if I shut the window, it really starts to smell in here. I just do not understand how he channeled that strong ass smelling pee on that spot. Like he's peed on other things before and we're able to wash it, you know, get the smell out. No problem. But I've used our pet cleaner, enzyme cleaner, pee deodorizer, Febreze, water, just warm water. I've done everything. I've done everything. And now I feel like the clothes in that closet are really about to stink. Like I'm going to have to wash 
everything in there all over again. <sighs> we just should just have our carpets cleaned. We have a guy that cleans our carpets professionally like once a year. And it just popped up in my memories that he did it a year ago. The thing is, it's just so inconvenient because we have to go outside with all the animals. Like I have to put Chuck in his case, put him on a table outside in the backyard for like an hour. And then it's impossible to keep them off the wet carpet, especially in this weather. It takes longer to dry. And Chuck is sneezing like crazy. So I read that like maybe something could be wrong with him. And I told you guys when I went to the vet last time for him, they were like, does he normally sneeze? And I was like, no, but it's getting really bad. He's sneezing like uh, 30 times a day and he does have herpes. <laughs> That's why his eye gets all goopy. So I'm like, is it related to that? <sighs> I don't want to get scammed at the vet. Like he doesn't like what is it? So I also was like in bed last night. My anxiety has been so high as I ended my episode last week. And I was in bed thinking, did I ever upgrade his pet insurance? Because I remember they told me that I should do that once he hits a certain age, like 10, I think, which he is now. Um, and I don't know if I did that, but like, am I going to look suspicious if I do it now? Should I wait till after I've gone to the vet? I just don't know what to do. Oh, I've got a headache. My therapy appointment tomorrow could not be could not come sooner. And I'm so excited because I feel like I have like some thoughts down, like really what I want to focus on and like how I've just been feeling. And I, I just I think it'll be good. And we're going to Asha this weekend. Um, I can't wait for that. So today I got a targeted Instagram ad for Weston Willow. No, I got a target. OK, no, back up. It popped up in my memories that a year ago I was on the Weston Willow website and I was going to buy something, but I didn't. Then I got on Instagram and I got a Weston Willow targeted ad, but I could not remember what it was called. Like it didn't have the name in it. It just had like what it is, which if you don't know what Weston Willow is, it's pet portraits. <clears throat> and I looked at it a while ago, but it was pretty expensive. So I was like, what is it called? What is it called? Because I wanted to go on the website. And as I was scrolling through my inbox, I was like, I must have an email from them. I thought of the name. So I just went to the website. I uh, signed up for emails or whatever to get like 10% off. And I was like, OK, cool. I'm finally going to do it because we're getting ready to take everything out of my office and paint it. I think Brett's probably going to do that when I'm in Oregon. So I want to put everything back up. There's some things I want to change, some things I want to rearrange. So I went ahead and got one. I got like a blush pink background. I got Chuck, Benny and Lola, obviously. I paid to have the digital print to my inbox as well. I'm like so pumped about it. I was like, I want to do something that brings me joy. I've been really good about not spending. Brett hasn't said anything to me. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Can I get some acknowledgement? I've been really good. I haven't been like Amazoning things that we don't need. Not that I typically Amazon things that we don't need, but I've just been really selective um, about things that I'm ordering. And so anyways, I just I was just like, I'm going to buy this for myself. Fuck it. Charge it to the game. Tell me why I bought it. So pumped, right? I go to go through all my emails for the day. I had a 20% off coupon in my inbox. Had I just finished going through my inbox looking for the name of Weston Willow, I could have got 10 additional percent off, but whatever. It just was not meant to be. Um, I got a comment on my post from last week saying, cool, cool, cool. Watched American Nightmare for nothing. Because I told you guys I wouldn't talk about it until you guys watched it. So I gave you a week. And then last week, I forgot. Uh, and it's funny because I noticed that yesterday before I recorded that it was written down on my notes and circled. And I was like, oh, I need to co copy and paste that to the next page, which I did. So American Nightmare, hopefully you've had time to watch it. If not, I feel like it's everywhere right now. So you've probably seen what it's about. And it's crazy because when you first start watching it, 
you're like, okay, it's this guy's talking about this kidnapping. First of all, he calls 911 saying that his girlfriend was kidnapped the prior night. He sounds super relaxed. The whole thing just seems weird. And you have like a real life interview of this guy talking. At first, I thought like this guy's definitely involved. The police were treating him that way uh, to begin with. But there were a couple things I noticed. One of the things being that his teeth look different. I'm like, unless they have Invisalign in prison. You really go through the motions of feeling some type of way with every episode. The next episode, they talk to the guy's girlfriend that was actually kidnapped and she is actually sitting down for an interview in this Netflix documentary as well. In this episode, you think the same thing. You're like, she's up to something. She has to be lying until she gets a little more in depth. In the third episode, you find out that neither of them were lying, that they were telling the truth. It's this crazy story about this guy that kidnapped them. He ended up being like, uh, this all happened in Vallejo, California. He ended up being this guy that was kind of stalking this dude and his previous girlfriend. So when he broke into his house to do the kidnapping, he thought it was the previous girlfriend and ended up being the new girlfriend. They both have blonde hair. There was just so many points in this documentary where law enforcement well I guess in the documentary that we got to see but in real real life where law enforcement dropped the ball where they didn't believe them where they didn't take the proper steps where they slandered their names in the media they called them the good they called this like the gone girl case which is crazy because I don't remember hearing about it what's even more crazy is the woman that ends up cracking everything she hadn't heard about it either and she was in like Dublin I think from Vallejo that's not that far away so this thing must not have been like a crazy huge story because if she didn't know about it I don't remember hearing about it. Some of you were in my DM saying that you did remember. In the end, it turns out it's this guy from Sacramento that was living in Lake Tahoe that kidnapped her. He took her there. Uh, he said that there were multiple people involved, that it was a kidnapping for hire when really he had, he had just been, you know, peeping on the house. There are a bunch of questions that I have, though. Like, she did say that she heard other voices in the house in Lake Tahoe. Like, did neighbors stop by? And if she would have screamed, she could have gotten she could have gotten free. Uh, there was also, like, uh, she said that he gave them both diazepam and night quill and I'm like damn does it knock you out that hard because they both explained being like completely out and groggy how much night quill did he give them because he drove from Vallejo to Tahoe then from Tahoe to drop her off at her parents house in Huntington Beach the whole thing is so crazy I like I I wish I could have talked about it right after I watched it because I'm sure I would have made a lot a lot of different points now I'm like a little far removed from it but I ended up what's crazy to me is I ended up following them on Instagram after this. They, she wrote a book, too, and I really want to read the book. But I'm like, what is the book going to give me that the documentary didn't? What's crazy to me is that they are married. They're together. Like, I don't know if I would ever be able to be with someone who I went through this like traumatic experience with. I guess that's like the definition of trauma bonding. I mean, good for them. It's so great that they've stayed together and banded together and this just brought them closer. But I just feel like it would be a daily reminder of what happened. I guess at the same time, you could also lean on each other for support because no one else understands what you've been through. I also think it's baffling that they were only awarded $2.5 million. I understand that they probably could have fought for more money, but they just wanted to put it all behind them and start their lives. I just like, I can't believe that it happened to this poor girl, Denise, multiple times in her life. She was sexually assaulted. Like, I just, I don't know how she puts a smile on and how she appears so brave and they appear so happy. Like, talk about the epitome of freaking strength and perseverance. I don't know if perseverance is the right word, but if you haven't watched American Nightmare, trust me, it's crazy too because I was on Twitter and people were tweeting the first couple episodes, their feelings, which I almost did too. But I was like, let me just watch. Let me get all the information before I get out here publicly tweeting about things. And so many people were like, well, this didn't age well, or they had, they had had one thought about what happened and then 
you know, you get to the end and you find out the truth and you're like, how in the world did we get from point A to point B? I just made the bombest salad on my lunch break. It's one that my stepmom made last weekend when we went there for dinner. So it was broccoli, kale, some Parmesan, some croutons, some lemon, some lemon zest, a little Caesar dressing and those like low carb, high protein, like rib chicken riblet, fried chicken riblet meat things from Costco. It was so good and it was light like it looked in the picture that I took that I put a ton of croutons on it. It looks excessive. It looks really big, but it really wasn't that big. I did put too much chicken on it. There was just like it was at the bottom of the bag where it's like, do I leave two small ass pieces or do I just cook it all? So I just cooked it all. I was going to give some to Benny. And then I remembered that he is allergic. So I also have eaten something that's off the past few days. I don't know if it was an English muffin. I don't know if it was the cream cheese that we have. I've been doing a little cinnamon raisin English muffin with some cream cheese. But the past two days after I've eaten breakfast, my stomach's been upset. The only other thing I've been doing is drinking coffee. And I've switched to that like pasture fed cow milk. I don't know. I don't know what to do about this milk situation. I love oat milk. But the more videos that I see about how it's not great and how people just like latched onto it without having any information about it, it spikes your blood sugar. I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't be maybe should I just be drinking regular milk at this point and like deal with a little upset tummy? Oh, wait a second. That's probably what's upsetting my stomach. The milk that I'm drinking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to reevaluate. Has anyone else seen that Nick Lachey video on TikTok? Tell me how to feel in the man. The comments on every video of Nick Lachey covering that Halsey song are so fucking funny. I'm shocked that he hasn't removed it. Like, he must be mortified. Yesterday, our cleaners were here. I really wanted to talk about the story, but I felt uncomfortable in case they could hear me. Um, I want to talk about this on the radio, but I also do not feel comfortable. I'm just going to talk about it here. Kotex debuts, let's have period sex chocolates for Valentine's Day. This is a real life article on Food Beast. Roses are red, periods are two, but don't let that stop you from having sex with your boo. Valentine's Day is the only one day of, is only one day of the year, which means, lady, you may or may not have your period. In fact, nearly 40% of women say having their period would prevent them from having sex on Valentine's Day, despite 47% saying their period increases their sex drive. You, by Kotex, is putting an end to the period stigma once and for all to normalize conversation around periods this Valentine's Day, Kotex is launching the Let's Have Period Sex Chocolates. Kotex, in partnership with Fazy, a functional food brand for better periods, created a heart-shaped box of chocolates featuring chocolate truffles with ingredients that support libido, boost energy, provide stress relief, and help to alleviate cramps and satisfy cravings. Of course, if you get the box of chocolates, you'll also be gifted with a Kotex Balance bag of pads. This is ridiculous. $35 a box. No. No, I get it. But no, these brands out here just be trying to do the most to get in the news. I mean, it worked. But I read that yesterday and I was like, it's a gimmick. I can't. I can't with it. Um, So Goodreads. I feel like I learned something new about Goodreads the first of every month. So Amanda and I always download the book. I always like to remind her. I have it set up as a recurring reminder on my calendar. And today there was a really good book that I wanted to get. Amanda saw a different. We do not have the same opinions about books sometimes. Amanda saw a different one that she wanted to get. But then she scrolled down in the email or on the Goodreads page. All books that are on Goodreads end up on Kindle Unlimited. And I'm like, this is life changing. So luckily for the past few months, I've been adding the books that look good to my Goodreads so I can go back and find them. But I'm so excited that you have the opportunity to essentially pick more than one book if they're on Goodreads afterwards, if you have Goodreads. The more you know, the more you know. So 
Um, I think on Monday I was emptying the dishwasher. That is my least favorite household chore. I was emptying the dishwasher and I was like, I'm going to put some music on. So I asked my ALEXA, the one downstairs, to play um, Murder on the Dance Floor. Murder on the Dance Floor. And you come up in the groove. Yeah, yeah. And she told me that I didn't have Apple Music, which is a bold face lie. So I was just like, whatever. Uh, I've been having problems with our downstairs device. It like got unlinked and then Brett hooked it up to his app. But then I came up into my office this week. Well, I'm in my office every day, but I was in here and I was wanted to add some photos to my Echo. And when I went into my Alexa app again, this Echo device in my office was not on there. So I tried to link it. It wouldn't let me. But all my stuff still linked. So I, I don't know what's happening. I read that Mercury was in retrograde. I actually was like, I wonder if Mercury's in retrograde, which I know nothing about. I just know that that like messes with electronics and stuff. So um. <laughs> then I saw an article a couple days later. Mercury's no longer in retrograde. I'm like, oh, perfect. Can everything start fucking working then? So I don't know what's going on. I can't get everything to link. I can't add more pictures. And I've taken some really cute ones of the dogs that I want to get up there. So we're laying in bed last night. And we're watching an episode of the morning show and it ends and we're going on to the next thing. And I was like, did you just hear that? We both heard like music. And so Brett's like, pause the TV. So I paused it. And mud on the dance floor, but you cannot feel the groove is playing full blast on the downstairs device at like 9.20 p.m. And I was like, what the heck? So I tell Brett this whole story about how I tried to get her to play it, how she said she couldn't because we didn't have Amazon Music. And I'm like, why is she suddenly playing it like days later at 9 p.m.? Like it makes no sense. So I told her to stop. And then our TV stopped working. And then Brett checked the cameras downstairs because Brett had been or Chuck had been meowing right before we went to bed and licking the floor, which is so bizarre. And this light was on in the downstairs living room. We couldn't figure out what it was from, like this huge glare. Brett went down there and it was from our security camera. But something is freaking up. Uh, I forget. Oh, and then we were hearing this. Brett. Then Brett started watching all the cameras. He was watching Chuck downstairs and he got on the couch and Brett's like, oh, great. He probably peed on the couch. I'm like, he didn't. I went down and checked and he didn't. But we were watching Chuck on the camera and this noise was like in the living room. I can't even describe what kind of noise it was. But we went down there and didn't hear it. but We could hear it on the security camera. So now everything that happens, Brett's like, oh, I'm blaming it on the ghost. He thinks we have a ghost. And I don't not think it. Chuck does at night walk around this house just like meowing at nothing and it's a different type of meow it's like a i fucking see something meow so terrified i th i think so sunday Stormwatch 2024 four four lola's so happy right now because she just got out of going for a walk brenny brett just took benny around the block to see if we could get him to go to the bathroom because it's storming so um i'm going to oregon the week and after next so I was supposed to be on call that week at work so I switched with someone that I work with so now I'm on call starting tomorrow <laughs> which uh is just just my luck I'm gonna have to work I'm gonna have to work for it because it's gonna be storming so at work um I'm actually on storm support right now we kind of take it in groups so I'm working right now um, and I will be working probably a lot this next week. I'm like, isn't that just the way the cookie crumbles? But I think even if I wouldn't have been on call, I would have been supporting the storm. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing on this fine Sunday. We have uh, reservations to go to Asha. So I didn't cancel that because I would have had to pay by the time I like really realized what was happening. I'm like, is the storm really going to be that bad? I mean, it's raining, but I don't know. It's not windy. The trees aren't moving outside when I look. I'm still not going outside in it, though. I'm kind of excited to go to Asha. Well, 
I, I am and I'm not. I'm excited because my body's been really hurting. I've been like just, you know, doing my Peloton weights and stuff and then like walking. And I can tell when I need new shoes for walking because like my legs start to hurt, like my shins and stuff. So I think I'm at that point. So I'm excited for that reason. But also I love sitting in that like back annex when it's raining and the windows open and just sitting in the hot tub. It's such a vibe. Part of me wants to bring a book, but I don't know. Also, I like to wear my Apple Watch when I'm in there to time how long I've been in the cold plunge. But my friend Kristen went not that long ago and she said that they've cracked down and you're not allowed to wear Apple watches anymore. I'm like, what if someone has like a health condition? Like, doesn't the Apple watch also monitor heart rate and stuff? I feel like they can't really tell you. So I don't know if I'm going to try to be a rebel and just wear it or not. Um, But I'm also like, should I bring a book? But then I don't want to get it wet. I don't want to be responsible for it. I kind of just want to zone out. So I don't think I'm going to bring a book. If I wasn't going with Brett, I think I, I might, but we're going together. Also, we made, we were like trying to figure out what to have for dinner last night. Well, okay, back it up. Yesterday, we went to the Mendocino Farms that just opened up near McCoonies. And I'm like, I cannot believe that I'm stepping foot in this parking lot for the first time and not going to McCoonies. Instead, we're going to Mendocino Farms. I was like, I literally can't believe it. I was going, no. I was like walking in fake crying. I've only had Mendocino Farms a handful of times, and I've never really been impressed with it. I've just been like, meh, it's okay. So we went yesterday. Um, The people that work in there are so friendly. I don't think I've ever had a better customer service experience at like a place like that. They are so friendly, so attentive, like so just great. So I ordered the bomb me and Brett got the chimichurri like beef steak sandwich or whatever. I forgot that I'm obsessed with their rose lemonade. So I got lemonade. I drank like three cups of it before we even left. It kind of took them a while to get our order out. So they gave us some cookies and I was like, yes. So we got home. It was the best bami I've ever had. We normally get bami from this Vietnamese restaurant that's near us and they're good. They're bomb. They're big, but they're a little dry, but I love the spice level. These ones were not dry at all. Like there was some sauce on them. Oh, I'm going to dream about this bami. Like I'm going to have a hard time getting other things when we go. Although I do really want to try a salad from Mendocino Farms because they look so good. Anyways, after that, um, we came home. I, we did some stuff around the house. Brett was make, preparing to make sourdough. He was also going to make uh, bagels today. So he was kind of prepping the starter for that. And I needed to go to the grocery store because we didn't get grub box this week. So I needed to get stuff for a soup that we're going to make. We're going to do a slow cooker soup. And then I needed to get stuff for dinner. So we were kind of looking through all of our magazines. I have so many delish magazines, so many food and wine magazines, so many cookbooks. So we started looking through all the cookbooks and magazines for something to make for dinner. And I was like, I should go to my saved section in, in on my Instagram, on my What the Truck, because you guys know I'm always posting recipes. And I found this pasta with mushroom, spinach, and you could add like chicken, which we did. It's super easy, right? Just like garlic, onion, mushroom, spinach, chicken, and pasta. Like a 20-minute deal. So we made that last night fucked us both up. Like our stomachs are still upset. I don't know what it was about it. Brett did add some like heavy cream. I'm like, that's probably the culprit. But I knew last night when I was smelling it that I was going to feel sick. We were trying to replicate the pasta that I had in the lounge on our way to England last time that was so good, but also made my tummy upset. So we have it again for dinner tonight. I'm like, well, we have to eat it. <laughs> like we can't just waste it, but we're also going to make a soup for the week. A like a uh, chicken noodle 
with gnocchi. Gnocchi. I'm so self-conscious about that. They didn't have it at the Rayleigh's I went to. I wanted to ask someone, but I was like, nah, nah, not even going to attempt. I'll just go to Save Mart because I know they have it. Um, So, yeah, we had that last night and we watched Oppenheimer, which, meh, I mean, I was kind of falling asleep, but I just could not wait for it to be over. I was just like, okay, let's wrap this up. And there's so many people. I was like, wait, who are they talking about? So, I mean, I I guess it's okay. I mean, I am very freaked out at the thought of uh, bombs now. I don't even like saying that word. I was like Googling how many nuclear bombs we have. And it's like they're buried 80 feet in, in, in submarines, 80 feet under the water in five different states. Like I knew nothing. I mean, I knew some stuff, but I didn't realize how many there were out there, like Russia, us, and the UK. Anyways, it just was a grounds for anxiety for me. So, um, but I, I missed something. So while we, I like totally skipped over, I skipped from we were looking for recipes to we had dinner. So I had to go to the store to get everything, and Brett ended up having to go help a friend. So we were like, let's just divide and conquer. So I was getting ready to go to the store and I got on Instagram and I saw Sacramento hates you too was having a yard sale and they do this from time to time and I always miss it. So it was like DMS for the address. So I was like, oh my God, what's the address? So gave me the address. It was an East Sac. So it was like not too far out of my way. So I went and got a bunch of stuff. They had bins all over the backyard just of like Sacramento hates you too stuff like King's stuff because you know they use the King's um, emblem to do Sacramento hates you too same thing with like the river cats and stuff and then they just have other stuff so a few weeks ago they posted this like sweatshirt that I really wanted so I went to go get that and then they also posted that they were selling records so I got Brett a hat like a fake like a, it looks like the King's logo but it says Sacramento hates you too I got him a tank top because he likes wearing tank tops to the gym and just around the house and then I got myself that sweatshirt that I thought said Sacramento hates you too but it's one of the ones that says Sacramento loves you too or loves you more but it's so cute I just love the color of it and then I also got some albums I got an old Beach Boys greatest hits and then I got the doors I mainly got the doors for Brett but also I've been needing an old album to practice on because I do not remember how to work a record player it's crazy that when I was little I knew how I used to love putting on Sesame Street disco but now as an adult I'm like I haven't done it in so long and I have all these great albums Amanda got me the Ed Sheeran I got some Taylor Swift and I have the Beach Boys greatest hit so I was like I want something to practice on so I'm gonna practice on the doors um, but I got all that stuff for 100 bucks a hat a snapback hat a tank top a sweatshirt and two records for 100 bucks I thought it was a steal of course Brett did not share that sentiment so yeah, we watched Oppenheimer last night and then we got in bed and then woke up this morning and Brett was like, I'm going to go to 18 grams because, oh, we were supposed to make the bagels last night or we were supposed to start making the bagels. So I was videoing Brett getting ready with the starter and stuff and watching this girl that he watches on on Instagram just on a loop. He's constantly watching this girl make make a uh, sourdough. I have to listen to her voice all the time. So I'm taking this video and in the video, he realizes that he fucked up the recipe, he put too much water in. So we had to dump it. So we are in fact not making bagels this morning. We were so pumped about it. Like I went and got blueberries to put in them. So Brett woke up this morning and went and got 18 grams, which was a mistake because both of our stomachs were still upset from last night. So I only had a few bites. I was like, cannot eat this. And the coffee cannot drink it. Uh, it has oat milk in it, oat milk in it. And now I'm like really against oat milk. I went to the store yesterday and got all different stuff. We were out of all the oat milk stuff anyways, but I'm not replenishing with new oat milk. 
But anyway, so yeah, I went to 18 grams and I just was not feeling it. It's the first time we've gone and gotten coffee in over a month. And I'm like, do not want it. Do not recommend. I'm actually excited to get all of our Nespresso stuff gone so that I can order new stuff. Because the stuff that we have left over, some of the pods are good, like the gingerbread. But I have the coconut that you pour over ice, which is my sister's favorite. I'm like, do I just bag it up and give it to her? Because I have to see her soon. We're going we're going to hang out and have dinner. But I still have a birthday present from her last year that I need to give her and a Christmas present. So I'm like, should I just should I just put these in? Because she loves the over ice coconut. <clears throat> but I don't like them. So I cannot wait to be done with the Nespresso's that I have now and order new ones and just, you know, keep perfecting my at home coffee craft. So I got an email that the streaming that Disney Plus is really cracking down that there's going to be like um, uh, <laughs> there's going to be consequences for people that are sharing households. And I'm like, I wonder how they're going to do that. Everyone's just raising their prices too. like how much are we going to eventually end up spending for streaming? And also I was thinking so Super Bowl, I saw that it's going to be live on Paramount Plus. My question is, if I'm watching it on a streaming service, I'm not going to get the commercials, right? So I'm not going to get the full experience. I'll get the halftime show. I don't know how to watch regular TV on a TV. Like, how do I get, you know, when you were a kid, like I didn't have cable growing up. We just had three, six, 10, 13, uh, 40, 58. Like, how do I get those channels on my TV so I can just watch the basic local football game? When it comes to Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to listen to this on Wednesday. Hopefully someone can text me and tell me how I need to do that, because I just don't understand how to get basic cable on the TV. And I don't want to rely on watching it on Paramount because I don't think I'll be able to see the commercials on that. Tell me if you guys have streamed Super Bowl before, because I'm assuming a lot of you out there do not have cable. So how have you been watching the Super Bowl? Do you go to a bar? Do you watch it at home? If you watch it at home, how are you watching it? Uh, I finally I finally signed up for the aerosol shoes. Uh, emails and text messages. So I'm one step closer to buying them. Every time I get on social media, they pop right up for me, like just screaming at me to purchase them. I didn't realize how expensive they are. They're 135 bucks, but they look really comfy. I will be buying a pair before summer hits. You mark my words and I will keep you posted. I think they're cute and they come in so many colors. So screw you guys. So on, um, Earlier last week, we started watching, Brett's been all into watching documentaries, so we started watching My Name is Steven. How come whenever I'm searching for documentaries to watch, they're all local to California, like Northern California? This one, I also don't remember, but it was before my time. My Name is Steven. It's a boy that was kidnapped in Merced by this guy and taken to like nearby places in Northern and like Southern California. And he was gone for seven years before he was, before he escaped, basically. And then his brother ended up being a serial killer in the Yosemite area. I'm like, why is this stuff happening so close to home? But they also made a movie about it, like a TV movie that I guess did really well. It won like a bunch of Emmys and they were showing parts of the movie throughout the documentary. And one part of the movie, I was like, I recognize that kid. Like, what is that child actor? And I looked him up and it was like nothing. And I scrolled down a little further. He was in one episode of Full House. I was like, oh, that explains it. He was in Full House, the episode where they play Spin the Bottle. He's the kid that uh, DJ wanted to kiss and like they were supposed to kiss and spin the bottle and then they didn't. I was like, I can't remember his name, but that's totally that kid. Anyway, so funny. Um, and then I text, I was texting my friend Kristen and I was like, how come uh, I all these like crazy serial killer documentaries are all in Northern California, all these like crazy documentaries. And I was like, and this guy looks totally normal. And it was Steven's brother, the one that ended up being a serial killer. She was like, are you high? She's like, that does not look like a normal person. He looks so freaking scary. I didn't think that he looks scary at all. I'm like, he looks normal. I'd trust him. 
Anyways, okay. Our plan for today, Asha, Brett promised that we could binge the morning show because we started watching the most recent season. I was, I'm super into it. He wasn't. Now he's getting more into it, but he does not, he's been putting it off. Every night when I try to watch it, he's like, let's watch something else. So he promised that today we could binge it and just get it over with. So I'm going to hold him to that. I'm going to have some work to do today, obviously. I'm going to be manning my computer while I do all of this. But uh, yeah, I'm here for a nice rainy Sunday besides the fact that I can't go out and walk the dogs. I think I've walked the dogs every day for like the past two weeks, which normally I have a break here and there. But I'm just like really into walking right now. I love putting in my AirPods and just like putting on a podcast or a radio station on my Apple or a playlist and just jamming out. And it's not that I can't walk in the rain because I could, but oh, the dogs, especially Benny. His hair just gets so matted and tangled when he gets wet. So I would like to avoid that nightmare at all costs if I can. Monday. Hi, guys. I've been so energetic today. I'm kind of coming down from it right now, which is why I was like, I should record my podcast. Just been so busy at work. I'm currently working a little OT, just kind of on Stormwatch 2024. My God, it was so windy yesterday. I took the dogs for a walk this morning and there were fences blown down all over the place. The wind was like so freaking scary. Brett was like, should we walk the dogs? I was like, absolutely not. I was like, what if a branch like comes down? We were driving home from Asha and a branch hit the car and it was so scary. We were like, thank God it wasn't bigger. Asha was so nice yesterday. I got to talking to this girl um, in the sauna and she said that she has a membership. I didn't even know that they did that. I know that I looked on the website before. I don't think they like outwardly advertise it. You don't pay monthly, though. You have to pay up front. And it's like a thousand dollars, which works out to twenty one dollars per session. You basically get a session a week and you can double up if you need to. Like you don't you can't just you're not limited to just going once a week. It's like fifty one sessions. Um, and she was like, they run out in April for me and I have 21 left. She's like, so I'm like having to double up my weeks or come multiple times a week to make it worth it. Cause once you, uh, reach like the year threshold, whichever ones you haven't used, you will lose. I'm like, damn, that sounds so nice though to go once a week. Brett thinks that it would be boring, but I might get a massage there next. So I'm trying a new massage girl this month at Sacramento Massage Studio because my friend Courtney left, which, okay, um, she posted that she was in Aruba. She was like, when life gives you lemons, you go to Aruba. I think that's where she was. Anyways, and she's just been like beachside living, living her best life. So I don't know what happened or if she's coming back. I I truly don't know. Um, I haven't got the details from her yet. I'm just like giving her space before I'm like, what's happening? Um... So I don't know if she's going to be back, but I'm going to see someone else there in the meantime. And even if she does come back, I don't think she's going to go back there. I think she's going to open her own place. Well, she she said that whenever she does come back, that was always her plan that she was going to open her own place. So anyways, I am going to see someone else at Sacramento Massage Studio this month. We'll see how it goes. If I end up liking them, if they are, you know, my vibe, I need someone that's like really, really heavy handed. Um, but I also am like, why don't I just go get a massage at Asha? Cause it's the same price for less time granted, but then you get two hours in the bathhouse, which means I would essentially spend like three hours there, but that would be a nice little relaxing thing to do for myself once a month. Like, why would I not just do that? Anyway, it's something to think about. I don't like though at Asha when you leave, they run your card then. I wish they would just run it like when you check out, like, I don't know why you have to like insert your card. They already have your card information. The tipping thing is weird for me there. And I know that I've probably brought this up before, but like they don't do anything while we're there. I wish they were just paid a, f- a fair freaking ra- wage. Like, what do you I don't even I wouldn't even begin to guess what 
they make there. But like no one serves me water. Yeah, they make sure like the water's fresh, but I bring my water bottle anyways. I mean, I guess they're like mopping up. I guess it could get pretty disgusting in there, but that's part of the job description, right? Like, I don't know. It was minimum uh, or the like when it popped up on the screen, it was like 10%, which was a $10 tip. And I'm like, no. So I put in a custom tip and just gave them $5. And I'm normally like a good tipper. Like I normally tip over 20% like when I'm getting a service, like especially from a friend. Um, but that is just not it for me. So I don't know. Anyways, but it was so nice. So nice to go. It felt so relaxing. It was like raining for part of the time. I was a little concerned that the power was going to go out at some point, but it didn't. It was just, yeah, it was good. 10, 10 recommend. I enjoyed. But then we got home and our power was out. It's funny because I looked at my phone right when we got out because they were very strict about no Apple Watches or nothing. So I was truly unplugged, which I just keep my Apple Watch to record how much time I'm in the the, the cold plunge. But they have stopwatches now. So people must have complained or people must have kept their smartwatches on to do the same. So when we got in the car, I had a message saying that our living room camera was offline. I was like, that's weird. It didn't even occur to me that it could be a power outage. So we got home. We were out of power for a long time. We had been we had something in the slow cooker for dinners this week. This like chicken noodle soup with gnocchi in it. So um, luckily that stayed pretty warm. We were out for a while, but it came back on, had some dinner. And then Brett was getting ready to study for something. And so he was like, what are you going to do? I was like, well, I kind of want to watch the Grammys. So I was trying to figure out how to watch the Grammys. And you like simply cannot just get the basic channels. You know, I was asking that yesterday. I was like, how could I just get the regular channels? We can't because we don't have an antenna. I was like Googling it. I was like, how do I get just like local channels on my uh, Amazon or not my Amazon TV, my Samsung, my Android TV. And it said that I needed an antenna or some sort of cord. So then I looked it up and it was like, where was where were the Grammys streaming? And I was so excited because I used to love watching award shows, but Brett just does not like it and does not want to sit through it. And he's honestly kind of annoying, too. Like, I remember back in the day when I was on the morning show, I would get paid. I don't know by who, but I would get paid to live tweet award shows. And I loved it. I used to love getting a bottle of wine and live tweeting The Bachelor. Like live tweeting used to be my thing. I don't even know what it's called now. Do people still say live tweeting because it's not Twitter anymore, even though absolutely no one calls it X. I had to put together a, a PowerPoint today, a report for just like some stuff that's going on at work. And I put Twitter on accident and I saw they went in and changed it to X, formerly known as Twitter. I was like, man, I keep forgetting. Anyways, love tweeting. Used to love watching award shows and just like tweeting along. Um, although it's not as fun now because I don't have my blue check mark. So I feel like my shit isn't as visible, but that's OK. It makes makes people really if they like my tweet. I know they actually really like it, not just because I have a blue tick because I don't have one anymore. So it said Paramount Plus. So I got on Paramount Plus and it was like you can only access it if you upgrade to Paramount Plus with Showtime. And I was like, OK, whatever. I think it went from like $5.99 to $11.99. Um, and I had like X amount of time to cancel it. So I ended up getting it like 30 minutes into the Grammys, maybe like 40 minutes, actually. And I ended up watching the Grammys and it was just so great. I was loving it. I loved um, watching Taylor accept her award and finding out that she's releasing a brand new freaking album. I was not expecting that, especially because CBS had posted a video of Taylor with Are You Ready For It in the background and a snake emoji. I was like, what do they know? They obviously know that she's announcing Rep TV. So what's funny is when she got up to give her speech, Sierra texted me, my friend Sierra, and she was like, oh, my God, with like hella emojis with the heads popping off. And I was like, dead. 
I hadn't even seen it yet, but I knew something was coming. She was like, my favorite, this is my 13th Grammy. My favorite number is 13. So I want to tell you guys. And I was like, she's announcing Rep TV. So when Sierra told me that or said like dead, I was like, oh my God, I hadn't even seen it yet. And I didn't, Sierra had already knew that she was announcing a brand new project. And I was like, oh my freaking God. I just assumed that she was going to say Rep TV. Obviously the stream was lagging. So I was texting Amanda off the hook. She wasn't responding. I'm like, you are really ghosting me at not a great time right now. She was like, I'm driving what's happening. So I told her, um, just so amazing that I got to see that and tweet it. I was in the middle of tweeting like, oh, Taylor's announcing Rep TV. And then she didn't. So I just put all these like characters in all caps. I was just having so much fun tweeting my opinions about everything that was happening posting the red carpet on social media. It was bringing me so much joy until eventually Brett sat down and was like, who is this? Why is it? And I'm like, go home, Roger. Like, can you just let me have it? Can you let me have it? And then he asked me what time it was over. And I said eight. And then when it wasn't over right at eight, he started turning the downstairs lights out on me, like time to go to bed. I'm like, sometimes it goes over like, oh, my gosh, I let you watch boxing all the time. He's always like, we always watch what you want to watch. But that's not true. We always pick shows collectively together. I don't make him watch The Bachelor, Married at First Sight or any of that shit anymore. So like, let me I just paid extra to watch the award show. You can see that I'm super into it and super Super happy. Just let me have this moment. I was bummed that I missed the Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs performance. I did watch it um, on Twitter afterwards and I missed the opening monologue and I still haven't gone back to watch that. And I missed part of my actually, no, I did see all of Miley's speech on on TikTok. Anyways, I was just so happy to watch all of it, even the parts that sucked. Like it was just so fun to tweet and post and text my friends and talk to people on Instagram. Like, man, I really miss and I know I've said this before, but I really miss just like watching TV on the couch by myself and just like pausing it to like watch a video or post something on Instagram or post a tweet and being able to rewind it with Brett. I can't do that. So I'm like, I might just start watching um, shows on my own, like an, a couple nights a week, just like you go ahead and go to bed. I'm going to stay down here. I've been reading this book about like, uh, just about like doing things for yourself. So maybe doing things for myself means I'm going to stay downstairs and like live tweet something or watch something on my own or read my book downstairs. I don't know. I just, I had a lot of fun last night doing it. And then at the end, Right. We're getting ready for album of the year and Brett's in the kitchen filling our water bottles. He's still downstairs and they their Taylor Swift came last right when they're announcing. And he's like, oh, Taylor's not even nominated for this category. I'm like, if you don't fucking shut the fuck up. And they say Taylor's name and that's it. And then Celine Dion, you know, she had given this really great like speech leading up to handing out this award. So she opens the envelope and it's Taylor. And I had texted Sierra a couple times because I was texting her the most during the award show. I was like, first of all, obviously love her. Do not love the dress. Maybe it's the gloves that I didn't like. Also, I didn't love the hair. And I understand that it was raining outside. And so people's like hair was getting all messed up before. But I also did see like people fixing it for her on the red carpet. I don't know. I just wasn't a fan. And there were like a couple moments like when Jack Antonoff was recognized where Taylor was like hitting him and like giving him a noogie is that what they're called where they like rub the like just being so over the top and like when I was not the biggest Taylor fan or just like wasn't at the level that I'm at now those are the things that used to annoy me when I would watch her at award shows like I'm just like what are you doing like does it need to be so over the top but I've grown to like appreciate those things about her and just see like a different side now that I've become a bigger fan which also by the way I found something old uh that I wrote and I talked about going to see 1989 and how I was like obsessed with Taylor I was like once you see her in concert it's a wrap I'm like so funny anyways so 
Um, I kind of like, you know, texted Sierra. I was like, oh, why does she have to do stuff like that? It's so like, oh, cringe. So then she wins album of the year, right? She is doing the same thing with just like being super aggressive, hugging Jack Antonoff. And then she like drags Lana Del Rey up on stage, who very clearly is saying like, I don't want to go. She's like, please, no. She keeps trying to stop. And Taylor's like insisting. So Taylor like forces her up on the stage. And then the worst part was that like, Celine Dion gave this speech about like, you know, the, the like making music and this being the best time of your life and just like appreciating it. And Taylor Swift gets up on stage and takes the award from Celine after like, again, like celebrating on stage, which is fine. I have nothing against her celebrating. But then she grabs the trophy from Celine and does it as if she's like the girl handing out the trophy at like the Oscars, like the nobody, and then goes on to give her speech. And, um, Everyone on the internet was like, what? That is Celine Dion. Like, what are you doing? Especially after Miley was like so grateful to meet Mariah Carey when she got up on stage and like told this great story and just, I don't know. So I was seeing it on social media. I was feeling it. I was seeing reactions of the crowd like Olivia Rodrigo and the slow clap was like, what's going on with that? Although Taylor did stand up and sing along to her song. People were like, oh, Olivia blew her a kiss. She could be blowing a kiss to anyone. She could have just been doing it to the audience in general because there was like a little bit of beef this year, a little bit of suspected beef. Sorry, not this year, but last year. So I saw like after she gave her speech, they cut to people in the crowd and no one seemed super impressed. And I was like, oh, cringe. And then I kept seeing the clip on Twitter of her taking the award out of Celine's hand and not like saying anything to her at all. And you could tell Celine Dion like wanted to be acknowledged. So then like 20 minutes later, this picture surfaces online of Taylor Swift and Celine Dion embracing backstage. And um, the people were saying, OK, well, I guess that made up for it. What was the conversation that they had backstage? You know, I don't know. And especially because Celine Dion is not in good health. I feel like she just had a documentary that came out talking about stiff person syndrome and like what she's been going through. So I kind of went to bed with a bad taste in my mouth. I couldn't even watch the video again because it was honestly cringeworthy. But then I got up today and I saw like some something that someone posted basically saying like, you know, Celine Dion has been very transparent about her condition. Maybe Taylor was unsure if she would be comfortable with the hug. Like I do get that, but it didn't really look like that was a scenario. It looked like she was wrapped up in... I'm kind of wondering if she was drunk. I'm like, girl, did you have too much champagne dragging Lana up? Just like the the hitting and the like really intense hugging and then the Celine thing. It didn't look like a moment where she was gauging if Celine would be comfortable with her touching her. It just seemed like she wasn't thinking in the moment. And that's fine. People make mistakes. But the whole thing was just like, I was so pumped to watch the Grammys, like so happy for everything that was happening. And that's how it ended. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sure one of them will speak on it. Maybe, maybe not. Actually, probably not. I'm like, Celine Dion ain't out here doing interviews and Taylor doesn't really either. I highly doubt that it's going to be addressed. Um, anyways, I went on to pre-order her record and it was like a 40 plus minute wait to check out. So I did it later on at night when I was in bed. I was like, oh, let me just check now. And I was able to check out without waiting at all. So I'm so excited for the album. Oh, I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. Um, I also really want the Apple Vision Pro. Like, I'm seeing now they must be on sale. I was unsure, but it looks like they are because I'm seeing people on TikTok walking down the street using it. And I'm so interested and intrigued. I want to go to an Apple store and try them on, even though that also kind of grosses me out because who else has been trying them on? But I'm so interested in how it all works. I'm also noticing like a big cord. Do you have to plug them into your phone or like how does that all work? Anyways, I can't 
wait to see more content as people start buying them. They are so expensive. I just like cannot even get over the price tag on them. So my friend Jen, I've been friends with her literally forever. We used to work at Beach Hut together. So we go way back. Um, She's always been so great at making things. Like uh, after our wedding or as a wedding gift, she gave us like she printed a bunch of stuff, a, a sign that we still have in our kitchen, like tank tops and stuff like she's always made stuff and is super creative. I'm drawing a blank on what they're called right now. She started making like Letterman's jackets or like sports jackets. She sent one to her friend's daughter that was like Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey combination. So freaking cute. And she sent me a King's jacket. I am dead. I'm going to post a picture at What the Chuck podcast. I'm like, you guys aren't even, it has my name on it. It has sparkles. It says light the beam on the back. Like it is so freaking cute. Needs to, I need to go to a Kings game immediately, especially now that we can't watch them at home anymore. I'm like, we just need to buy tickets to a game, I guess, because we're SOL every other way. So, um, she like made one for herself. She was going to give it to someone, but she ended up keeping it for herself for 49ers. But like she's making these custom jackets and she's doing it in a way, you know, that doesn't have like the actual logo on it so she can make them and sell them. But this King's jacket is so freaking cute. And she like customized it. Like I said, my name's on it. Um, I'm going to post it at What the Chuck podcast and I will tag her page if you want to reach out to her. Like if there's a sports team or if you want like a custom Taylor Travis Kelsey jacket, the one that she made for her friend's daughter is so cute like I'm dead if I hadn't already gone to the to the Taylor Swift like Eras tour I would be asking her to make me a jacket that's like totally sparkled with Eras tour stuff on it like the possibilities are endless she's so freaking talented I knew that she was sending it to me because we were talking about last week so on Friday she was like do you want to see it and I was like oh I kind of want to be surprised I was like just send me part of it so she sent me the front so I knew what the front looked like but then the back has the big light the beam and it's sparkly it's so freaking cute I am dead and it's like relatively lightweight so I feel like I could layer it like we were talking about a hooded like a sweatshirt underneath it anyways I'm obsessed um she is creative on her own but if you have like ideas how you would like to customize a jacket whether it's like a a sports team or whatever reach out to her she is a miracle worker she's so freaking creative I'm always like I wish I could do stuff like that I posted I think this is how it got started last week I posted that I wanted this um law and order shirt that had the opening like monologue to the law and order show on the front of it and she was like you know I can make that right and I'm like wait what I just don't understand how it worked people that ma- how it works people that make shirts I'm like do you just have one machine like I just picture you guys sewing it all on which I know is not the case I'm having such a hard time with my words today I don't know what my deal is if I'm like finally crashing but I've had to stop this like I normally just record I've stumbled so bad over my words where I've completely lost my train of thought I've had to stop like five times and that never happens that is so unlike me um sidebar have you seen Usher's Skims campaign of course you have like hot damn that was a good choice especially since he's about to perform during the Super Bowl halftime show all the different color patterns I'm like I used to have the biggest crush on Usher I mean I still do but seeing you in that Skims campaign I'm like can we just get a can we get a poster oh, a poster uh, wall in my office of just all the thirst traps? Like, what is it? The guy from the bear and his Calvin Klein, uh, Usher and his skims. I know there's more than that. We need to get them all up on the wall. Anyways, I'm going to post the jacket that Jen made me on my Instagram. I'm going to tag her. So if you want to reach out with like questions or ideas and want to get yourself or someone in your life a cute little jacket, maybe after the 49ers win the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know. Reach out to her. I will tag her at what the Chug podcast in my episode without any spoilers on the picture of 
the king's jacket that is like adorable. You're going to die. People are going to be so freaking jealous when I go to a Kings game, I know that I'm going to get people coming up to me asking me where I got it. And I'm going to be like, JFO for show. That's what I used to call her, Beach Hut. And I have to stop myself from calling her JFO these days, even though it's how she saved in my phone, because we're adults now. And Jen, I'm like, when I introduce her to people, or like when I met, when, when I feel like when I introduced her to Brett, I was like, this is my friend JFO. She's like, Jennifer. I'm like, oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's what I meant. But JFO for life till I die. Tuesday. I just got home from walking the dogs and I am freaking starving. I had like a pretty big breakfast. I had, I don't know how to cook things, but I can make some really good over medium eggs. So I had like a brioche English muffin with uh, two over medium eggs and melted pepper jack cheese with just some salt and pepper. Oh, chef's kiss. So I was pretty full. And then I was like, okay, I'm kind of hungry like around one. So I heated up another little English muffin, put some salami and pepper jack cheese in it. Like so simple, right? But normally I do eat like a full, well, no, maybe not. Like I, I normally do eat like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like three meals a day. Um, So that didn't really feel like a meal because normally I have like a grub box, like a salad. I don't know. I just, it, it felt very snacky today minus the eggs. Oh, why did I just say that? So minus the eggs. <laughs> so I'm super far behind on freaking everything today. I've just been so busy at work with the weather and the storms and stuff. So I just took the dogs for a walk and I was starving and I was listening to the Smartless episode with the killers, the most recent. And I almost gave up on it because it was a little cringy at first, but I'm glad that I stuck with it. I'm not fully done with it yet. I normally do not finish Smartless episodes unless I'm really into it. So I probably won't listen to the rest, but I'm through the second uh, batch of advertisements that they do. You know, if you listen to Smartless, they have two batches of advertisements. So on the second one, Sean's turned this episode to do the the advertisements and he does one for Skinny Pop. And I was like, mm, some Skinny Pop sounds so good right now. I was like, wait a second. I think we have some at home. So I get home and I go into the pantry and we have some bound chicken, wow, wow, not Skinny Pop, but basically same thing. Um, And so I open it. Well, first of all, I pick up the bag and I'm like, it's going to be stale because Brett never closes anything correctly. And it was. So I threw it away. I was kind of rummaging through the pantry because we're probably not going to have dinner for a little while. I still have all my stuff to do. Um, We have to cook the dinner. We didn't get grub box this week. So I like am rummaging through the pantry and I find an old bag of bounty on the ground and it's the salty or like the sea salt. And I'm like, okay, this is actually what I was craving because the other one was sweet and salty. I just wanted like a plain popcorn. So I open it and it tastes funny. So I look at the bag. And it expired in November, but I'm like, what expired about this? Like, what in this expired? And I know that they have to put a date on things, but I bought it sometime last year. So how did it expire within the year? So now I can't eat it because I'm freaked out by it. And I have to try to power through to get all my stuff done, but it's going to be hard because I'm hangry. Hi, guys. Um, I'm so excited for you to see my episode without any spoilers. The post is scheduled for 40 minutes from now. Um, Obviously, you're not going to hear this until tomorrow, but I can't wait for you guys to see the jacket, the king's jacket. I wish that I was cute and could take a picture in it. I will, of course, once I am cute, but I've just had such a busy week. I look disgusting. So I just posted the pictures that Jen took when she took pictures of the jacket because I just feel like I can never take good pictures of things. Um, but funny story about like how I look and how disgusting I am. So today I had a wax on my lunch break. It had been pushed because um, the power was out. Magenta just had a baby, number four, like three weeks ago, right? And so I knew the baby was going to be at the wax appointment. I couldn't wait to meet him. He looks so chonky and cute. So I get there and I've never 
like focused on a baby more than this. I was like, I just feel like we're like he wasn't crying. It wasn't giving me anxiety. He was just looking at me and I was looking at him. So she does my wax and she's like, do you want to hold him? I was like, I don't know. I end up picking him up. I don't feel some type of way about it. Like I did not feel like I was going to drop him. I didn't I wasn't feeling uncomfortable. I was feeling so good about it. I was like holding him very comfortably. He was like wrapped up in this blanket. She's like, I have to take a picture of this. You guys look so adorable. She's like fellow earth signs vibing. And I'm like, yeah. So she took a picture and she ended up sending it to me. I look terrible. My Invisalign, my hair is so frizzy. I'm wearing my my Bob Saget sweatshirt. I am a freaking wreck, but I'm just obsessed with the picture because he ended up falling asleep on my arms, in my arms. Never, ever have I rocked a child to sleep. I was probably holding him for 10 minutes. I'm obsessed with him. Now I can't stop thinking about him. No baby has ever made me be like, oh, I want a baby. That baby did. I'm like, I can't wait till my next appointment so I can see him again. He just sat on his little like swirly do thing on the ground while I was getting waxed. Just so chill. She's like, he is so good. She's like, I can't. She's like, he cries when he needs something. I'm like, I want one just like that. Can we uh, copy and paste, please? Can I just have this one? I like wasn't nervous about holding him or giving him back to her. Like it just felt so comfortable. And that has never, ever happened to me before. Normally I'm so nervous and weird about it. Um, yesterday I got on TikTok live. I didn't mean to. I don't even know how I got there and then I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. But that Thor, uh, <laughs> Thor, Thorin Bradley was on there. The axe grinding man, the wood cutting dude. And he was, sell- I guess he's selling candles or something. I know that I've talked about it before. My friend Sarah and I in high school, we used to call like a certain type of guy magic. And you can't really, like, it's hard for me to explain it. Like I used to say magic is the guy that plays Duns- Dungeons and Dragons after school, but like Post Malone plays Dungeons and Dragons. So I feel like that analogy doesn't necessarily check out any- anymore. Like magic is like, I don't know, a guy that like talks really loud in front of you because he wants your attention and like, I don't know, thinks his lifted truck is cool. No offense to anyone that has like a lifted truck. Magic is just like, you're weird, bro. And he was doing a live yesterday and he was selling some candles and he was interacting with people and he's freaking magic. So now I have the ick. I'm not into it anymore. Like he is one of those guys that's good to look at. But as soon as he starts talking, you're like immediately checked out. So I'm glad that we got that out of the way because I do not need to be thirsting after Mountain Man. Um, so last night we watched Love Island All Stars and we're caught up now. There's one night a week where we're able to watch two episodes. That means we're not going to have an episode tonight. But I'm so glad that Georgia Steele finally got called out for the fake fucking crazy girl that she is. Last night, she was like needing comforting. So Toby was like, what are some things that you're grateful for? She was like, my long hair, my light eyes. That's what you're thankful for? She didn't end up saying like her friends and her family at some point, but that's what you went with first. So I thought it was going to be movie night, but it was called the PDA Awards, which was essentially the same thing, just with like a different twist on it. And it's crazy to me that she's still trying to justify her actions. I cannot wait for her to get out. Not that, well, I say this and I don't actually mean it. I'm like, I can't wait for her to get out and see social media and see that we all agree that she was being manipulative. But at the same time, I know that like, 
being on a reality TV show and getting out and dealing with social social media is probably really hard on your mental health. So I don't want that for her. But I'm like, girl, watch it back because you cannot stand up for yourself in the way that you were acting. And I also just feel like Callum is such a good guy. Granted, the fact that he admitted that he slept with 16 girls in a six month time span. Let's forget about that. I feel like he's such a good guy. And I feel like Molly really still cares for him. And I just want them to get back together. I just want that to happen again. I don't feel like Molly's a good match for Tom. I don't think Callum's going to find anyone else in there. And I feel like we've got to be nearing halfway through the season. Well, maybe not, actually. Feels like I've been watching it for a long time. I'm excited that some of you are finally getting a chance to watch it. My friend Carly texted me and was like, since you're in the future, because she's watching it on Peacock and there's only X amount of episodes available, she's like, who do we like and who do we not like? And I'm like, okay, let me lay it out for you. So I woke up this morning to uh, Summer and Caitlin texting in our group saying, Toby. And I was like, Toby, they're not watching Love Island. Toby, Toby, who would they be talking about? I'm like, no, Toby Keith. So I open Instagram. It's the first thing that I see. He's passed away um, after his battle with stomach cancer. What's crazy is last night, Lolly texted me this video about Taylor Swift. And it was um, from like 2005 when she first started out. And she's talking about how Toby Keith's label signed her. I'm like, so crazy because I forgot about that. So I was thinking about him last night. And then this morning, that news. So I was talking to Caitlin and Summer in our group. I'm like, Toby Keith just holds a special place in my heart. And so I was telling them the story, which I'm pretty sure I probably never told you. So I've been in three relationships, including Brett. So two, I've had two boyfriends besides Brett. My very first boyfriend, um, I went to Tahoe with Summer, not the Summer in this group chat, Summer that I worked with at Beach Hut. We had tickets to go see Toby Keith in Tahoe. I'm pretty sure I probably got them from the radio station that I worked at at the time. And they were last minute, probably like someone didn't pick them up. So I was able to have them. So we didn't have anywhere to stay. It was a holiday weekend. We didn't have anywhere to stay. Uh, I don't, I think all the hotels were like booked out. We could not find anything. So Summer was like, let's just take my mom's Durango. And if push comes to shove, we'll sleep in the car. So we drive up to Tahoe. We go to this Toby Keith concert. We're there. And I recognize this guy who used to come into Beach Hut and um, or who came into Beach Hut. And both Summer and I worked at Beach Hut. And so we he I think he ended up calling to me or I ended up. No, he said something to me. He's like, don't you work at Beach Hut? I was like, yeah. He was like, come hang out with me and my friends. So we hung out with him and his friends all night. One of his friends was actually his cousin, Justin. And I ended up dating Justin after that for like two years. I dated him from when I was like, 18, no, 18, 19, 20, no, 19, 20. And then we broke up after I turned 21. It's like maybe two and a half years. We had a dog together. We named him Toby after Toby Keith. And so after that, like when we were together, Toby Keith was like our thing. Every time he would be around, we would go see him. We went with my stepsister and her husband to go see him in Tahoe again, like a year later. Toby Keith was just my thing. And so I'm like, telling them the story and my friend Amber texts me she's like I can't believe the news about Toby Keith he always reminds me of you I'm like I was just telling the story and then the summer that I went up there to go to the concert with texted me and was like and we never text I probably haven't texted her in like years she was like I can't believe um Toby Keith died it always reminds me of the best night of my life when we drove up to Tahoe and my mom's Durango and on the side Amber and I were like I can't believe that we used to do stuff like that like go somewhere without a hotel, without a plan, probably without a bag. I was just like winging it, like the anxiety that would cause me. And I was like, I know I wouldn't do 95% of the things that um, I used to do back then now. But anyways, Toby Keith just always has held such a special place in my heart. And I cannot believe that he's gone. But I also knew that he was really sick. Like I knew this day was coming. Um, 
Super Bowl. How do you guys feel about watching Sharp Right? How do you guys feel about watching the commercials beforehand? So now that I know that I'm going to be able to watch it on Paramount and I know that I'm going to get the local commercials, I'm like, I kind of don't want to spoil them for myself, but all of them are basically out now. And I've been trying not to look. I have an article pulled up right now where I could watch most of them, but I'm like, do I want to do that to myself? But then I also don't want to be like mingling during the during the Super Bowl and miss the commercials. What's your guys' take on it? Did you hear that Lil John is releasing a, medita- a guided meditation album? It's coming out this month, so we don't, won't have to wait too long to hear what it sounds like. But I'm like, what's the vibe going to be there? Because I truly have no idea. Uh, Kanye and his wife were spotted out. She is wearing less and less every time we see her. This time she was just wearing a poncho, a clear poncho. No other clothes, just the poncho. Uh, let's see what else the Alaska Airlines uh, plane that lost its door I guess there were four bolts that were missing and that's why the door came off what's crazy is like a week after that Alaska Airlines accident happened there was another story in the news I think the flight was going from Seattle I can't remember but it was another I want to say it was Alaska Airlines too another flight uh, people were getting on the plane this woman looked out her window and she noticed that there was like something askew with the wing there was some bolts seemingly missing so everyone had to get off the plane the plane didn't end up flying that day because there were four bolts missing from the wing but they said that four bolts weren't going to do anything in the grand scheme of things because this area of the plane required like 90 plus bolts so I'm like that's funny that the four bolts in this area didn't mean anything but the four bolts in this other area made all the difference in the world I'm like riddle me this riddle me that oh my god I'm so excited so the West and Willow. I can't believe this is all happening in the same episode. West and Willow emailed me today a tracking number. It told me three to five weeks before I was going to get it. And so I emailed them. I'm like, hi, where's the digital download? Because I don't see it. Like, I'm dying to see it now that it's on the way. I, I can't I can't be patient and just wait for it to come. They're like, oh, you didn't order it. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Can you send it to me, please? That would be great. Thank you so much. All right, guys, I have all my radio shows record. I probably need to help Brett make dinner. I still have some work to do. So I'm going to have to love you and fucking leave you. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at the Chuck Podcast. Don't forget the King's Jacket. King's just for me. Anything you want it to be for you. So if you're looking for something sports related, custom jacket, please go follow my friend Jen. Reach out to her. Tell her what your idea is. She's super creative. So if you are like me and you're like brain dead, um, she can help you figure it out. She is tagged on my Instagram on the pictures with the King's Jacket. Um, All right. I'll be seeing you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.